Coming up, we'll talk Zeb Wise's win with the Ford 410 and a possible future sprint car engine war. We've also got some late model news, Sunday winners, and wait, why is Stockton canceling their NARC show? Let's go. It's Monday, August 21st. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. Real quick before we get started, make sure to hit that subscribe button on the YouTube channel or where you listen to the podcast. At this moment, we need 3,281 subscribers to reach our 2023 goal of 25K on YouTube. Also, if you like what I'm doing here, you can help spread the word by telling a friend about this show. I know a bunch of you have done that already, which obviously kicks ass. And I think we forget sometimes that not everyone is on social media. So there's a decent chance that your dirt racing friends don't know about this little program we do here every day. Also, if you missed it yesterday on the Sunday Daily, we talked the cost of going midget racing thanks to Thomas Meserol, plus Bobby Allen's thoughts on the sprint car tire and uh, more crashes this season. A lot of good info in there from Timez and Bobby Allen, so check that one out if you haven't done so yet. All right, let's get into today's show. Uh, the All-Stars were at Sealands Grove last night to round out a three-race weekend. Back on Friday, it was Tyler Courtney uh, winning in his return to the seat. That was at Outlaw. Saturday, Danny Varon went flag to flag for his first ever All-Star win at Utica Rome. And last night, it was a dominating performance from Zeb Y. Zeb's fifth All-Star win of the year and three weekend podiums continued to cement his place at the top of the All-Star Drivers' Championship. But that owner battle remains tight. It's just 10 points right now between the 26 and 7 BC. Up next for the All-Stars is a trip this week to Michigan uh, for stops at Tri-City and Butler. Uh, Zeb's win last night, though, was significant for another reason, and that was the horsepower under the hood of the Rudine 26. Ahead of the Knoxville Nationals, we mentioned on this show that the team was using Ford Power for the week and that they had initially tried it for the first time at Kokomo with high limit. The engine was acquired from Tony Stewart Racing, and the Blue Oval didn't appear to be a magic bullet for them right out of the gate. Zeb finished ninth in the Nationals B-Main on Saturday night. As we've seen with Donnie Schatz and you know, heard from his comments through the media and interviews, it seems as though the Ford engine requires a bit of a different setup package, and it was probably going to take the 26 guys some time to figure that out anyway. The Redeen car isn't the first team outside of TSR to use the Ford Power, uh, as we uh, know that the McCandless 29 has used it this season as well. And I've heard the engine choice may have played a factor in Parker Price Miller's departure from that car early this year. And since then, it's kind of been a merry-go-round of drivers through that car. We've had Cy Lynch, uh, he was in it for a lot of the season. And then this weekend, it was Brandon Spithaller in it as uh, Cy Lynch has been back in his own 42. Following the Nationals, it looks as though the uh, Routine 26, though, was back to their usual engine package, which I believe is 410s from Speedway. Zeb was second at Outlaw and third at Utica Rome with that engine package, but they had a choice for Sunday on the half mile at Sealands Grove. And they ended up bolting the Ford Power back into the 26, and I'd say it worked out pretty well for them. I don't know what direction they will head in going forward, especially locked in a tight championship battle. It's possible we could continue to see them switching back and forth and trying to take advantage of racetracks where maybe the Speedway works a little bit better and maybe some of the bigger tracks like Sealands Grove or the Ford Power might work a little better. I also don't know why they would experiment at this point in the season. Uh, obviously, you know, with them using the last couple of weeks, that those weren't all-star shows, so it wouldn't affect the championship. But now we are back into that all-star schedule. I do know that Kevin Rudine has a good relationship with Tony Stewart. And we've seen the Race Rudine Foundation uh, sponsored TSR Dragsters, plus that uh, big all-star show that uh, Rudine promotes each year. 
If Ford wants to slowly start expanding beyond TSR, it would make sense for them to approach a friendly team. It also makes me wonder and be hopeful for the future of sprint car engines. It might be fun to see some serious engine wars get going here between, you know, some of the traditional engine builders like a Speedway or like a Ryder, and now with Ford and Toyota. We know the Roth cars continue to be fast wherever they go, and TRD's David Wilson talked earlier this season about how they'd like to have their engines available for public sale by year's end. So you have more Ford engines starting to show up. You could have uh, Toyotas uh, available for more public sales, so more options available. And unlike other forms of motorsport, uh, dirt racing isn't heavy on the branding and the manufacturer involvement. You know, it's not something we see in sprint cars or late models or modifieds. You know, on a late model, you might see some, you know, some stickers on the nose for headlights, but there's none of that really on the sprint cars. But this engine deal, I think, could add a layer of interest and intrigue that could be fun uh, on the sprint car side here going forward. Elsewhere last night, Bill Baylog was an IRA winner at Angel Park Speedway. He wrapped up a weekend sweep that also included the win on Saturday at Wilmot. Brennan Crouch continues to control the IRA championship. He's got a sizable 244-point lead right now on Jordan Goldsberry leaving the weekend. And California driver Joel Myers Jr. has been running some of these IRA shows in the Midwest here as of late as well. He's been fast, uh, including a couple of weekend top fives. Another uh, young driver, young sprint car driver to keep an eye on for the rest of the season. And at Action Track USA, Tim Buckwalter uh, was a USAC East Coast Sprint Car winner. Uh, it was a tough night for Briggs Danner, finishing down in 18th, but he still controls that championship right now over Steven Dravicki. In some late model news uh, here from the last day or two, uh, the World 100 entry process is now open with that event coming up here in just a few weeks. The track has added a little more than $25,000 to the main event purse, uh, with the World 100 this season paying fifty-six dollars to win and $5,300 to start. No other super big changes to that three days of racing. You know, we, we had earlier this year Eldora announcing that signal sticks were banned. Uh, you know, crews can only communicate with drivers via hand signals. They have to sand in certain places. We had the whole thing with, you know, the, the watches getting confiscated and all of that. Uh, nothing really like that. No other big rule changes for the World 100. There is a tire rule and a few other things in this announcement, but nothing super notable. Also, entries for the Gateway Dirt Nationals opened yesterday at 5 p.m. Eastern time. But by 6.45, they were closed as the entry limit had been reached. Promoter Cody Summer tweeted they received over 100 entries over that less than two-hour period, and they have now added a wait list for other teams to possibly get in. The Gateway Dirt Nationals take place indoors in St. Louis December 14th through the 16th this year. And one schedule note for you today, and a bit of a weird one. This coming Saturday's NARC Sprint Car Show at the Stockton Dirt Track has been canceled, but not because of weather, tire shortage, or any of the other reasons we've seen here in recent years for why dirt races get canceled. This one is off because of a construction project to replace a water well in the track's infield. According to a series release, the project has been coming for a while from the state of California, but they started working this last Monday on the well with no announcement that they were showing up and no projected completion date. So the track is forced to cancel this week's racing because the project is near turn three and the equipment is on the racing surface. It's definitely a new one. Uh, the next race on the schedule for the NARC 410 Sprint Cars is September 30th at Hanford. Corey Day continues to lead that championship. Uh, that's it for today's daily. There are a few things on today's streaming schedule, including the Western Sprint Tour at Cottage Grove and iRacing for all of you iRacing fans out there. Uh, to see that full schedule, head over to dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. Hope you guys have a good Monday out there. We'll see you right back here tomorrow.